welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hey, Brads. Top of the morning. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. It's very chilly in the studio. We're feeling kind of festive. It's very cold. It's and I cold. only wore a blazer. I know probably all the Brads or a lot of the Brads out there are just like, bitch, shut Fuck up. You. It's like 58 <laughs> degrees. I'm freezing can, my ass off. I can feel my bones breaking <laughs> inside of me. I'm so cold. It's freezing. Yeah, it really is. So I feel like very much ready now to begin the true holiday season. Yes, Because me I can too. play... My annoying Christmas music. Do you have decor up? No, not yet, but I'm planning on doing it maybe tonight or tomorrow. See, the thing is I want to, but then I start gauging as it gets closer to the holiday season. I'm like, that's for three weeks and then I'm going to have to take it down. Like maybe we just ride this one out. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I, well, we're going to have a sustainability podcast coming up soon, which I'm super excited about, but I've been now in like this huge debate about getting a tree. Mm. I've been a little bit struggle city lately. I want to find out more info about that. Like, is it environmentally friendly to get a Christmas tree? Yeah, like, I mean, the amount, I just, I, the amount of trees that are sold every year and, and well, you have them up for, uh, what, like a month and they're getting cut down and the oxygens and, and yeah, buying I don't know about glass. that. I don't know. I, I have, I haven't really like gotten into it and all of a sudden I was kind of looking at like a tree farm uh-huh. yesterday and I'm like, does this feel sad to me? <laughs> I don't know. I never really looked at it and all of a sudden I felt like a tear in my eye like look at all these chopped down trees I'm not gonna lie I sort of expected you to have like a giant like Tinseltown pink metallic fake tree oh obviously I would like one but my husband is like Evan ruining everything (laughs) ruining everything (laughs) I want the most over-the-top glam mod ridiculous tree ever but you know well what I actually plan on doing is I plan on getting like the pine boughs so it still smells and putting them like on the fireplace oh that's nice but then doing a fake tree okay that we can keep not because I I never actually thought about that whole tree thing but they have a lot of um Christmas trees at the thrift store Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, so I might go snag some there. Okay, that's a really good idea. Maybe I'll get, yeah, like a secondhand fake tree. Yeah, you can look up like used Tinseltown tree. Oh, and adopt a tree. Aww. Cute. I want a flocked one. Anyway, okay, enough of <laughs> <Sorry>. this. <laughs> if, we, if I even end up decorating, which I've never done in my adulthood. Oh, I will. I always do, but... Anyways, um, we'll maybe ask that question on our sustainability podcast. <laughs> yes, yes, we should ask. Yeah, we have it coming up, I think, next week or the week after. Mm-hmm. My friend Sierra owns a small shop in New York, and she is all about... She is on a mission, actually, to live her life with no uh, single-use plastics at all. And she's, like, really wow. gotten into creating, like, a sustainable everyday life for herself and her family. And she has I'm, a daughter and everything. So it's going to be great. I'm so excited. I want to learn everything. I know so little. I'm very inspired by her. Be so, a sponge. So that'll be good. Uh, so should we touch base about our last episode? Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just want to say this. We got a little bit of feedback. And I just want to say, mm-hmm. please... Don't take our lives as examples for your life. <laughs> we're we're talking about the last episode where Becca announced that she's pregnant. Um, congratulations again and again. Um, and so many beautiful messages from that. Oh my, okay. So Let's many kind actually, messages. I don't even know why I'm hopping into that dumb shit. Thank you so much for the outpouring of love and support. It was really touching and just like... So many of the messages and comments, the ones I was able to see were 
so sweet and touching and I love hearing other people's stories of like I'm pregnant with my second right now too I'm yeah. doing whatever like it's it's really fun and uh and it was just it's been such a stark difference from uh when I first got pregnant with Ruth and I hate to say that about her because I'm like I'm so sorry Ruth that at first your your pregnancy was like shrouded in <laughs> darkness and yeah. you know she's such a light now yeah um, she's just she always angel. has been but uh yeah it's just such a a contrast and it's been so pleasant Mm -hmm. to start going through this pregnancy just being really happy and excited and peaceful and and you know even the responses from people are very different um so it's very it's been wonderful i'm very happy um oh yeah but we had some talk about uh different contraceptive methods and we had some talk about the pull-out method and i just want to say please do not uh take anecdotal evidence as as your model for yes. your contraception Especially if choices. you are a youthful listener and you're tuning in and you're going like, oh, they said the pull-out method's best. That's no, not what we no, mean. No, no, okay? no. Clearly there I have hope, been pregnancies I hope from I'm that. an example of how that's <laughs> not the best option at all. Please, though, talk with your care provider. Do your yeah. own research. Um, I linked it on my stories. The Planned Parenthood website has a full list of all the different birth control methods. Yes. And it's like their website with all the is different so percentages thorough. of effectiveness mm-hmm. It's fantastic. That being said, just please um, make responsible choices that feel right for you. And uh, and, yeah. and we support you in that. Of whatever course. that may be. Whatever that may be, do your research. Um, we're not experts. Though we um, do have hopefully soon someone coming on who is an expert and Great. I'm super excited to dig into that Great. and then if you have a problem you can blame it on her <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep um but one of the other big questions that we got oh, yeah which I wanted to talk about yeah. um is that people kept asking why didn't you guys talk more about condoms oh like God. are you anti-condom we're so dumb <laughs> we um. didn't talk about condoms and do you want to talk about why we didn't talk about condoms yeah because jess and i are fucking idiots and apparently we'd rather gamble with the pull-out method than use condoms because we personally hate them you guys i don't <sighs> listen I, I will preach, and I preach to, by the way, all my friends. I'm always like, you better use... I'm, I'm a condom queen. I talk about it a lot. Yeah. But when I, we were talking about our own stories, I have never been a huge fan of condoms and oh my god it's Jess. not be- i know i know don't say that no no i'm talking about I know, me personally I know, I know. listen i know it's bad well well this is what okay so well, yeah, uh, anyway we don't have to get fully into it but when we were talking about monogamous relationships obviously like when i've been hooking up with people and all that kind of thing i'm using a condom oh, to protect when from e- if yeah. i ever hook up and please please hear us out if you are having a hookup with someone please or if you're a non-monogamous relationship yes, please use a condom to protect yourself from any sort of std or sti Plus, can you really yeah you, you don't you can't necessarily trust that person you, you don't ha- know them that yes, well yes please now in my conversation, I'm thinking about my specific relationship Married. with my husband. Yes. And personally, and someone asked if this was like the patriarchy because like, Maybe, is, like is Evan, Evan saying, refused. I refuse to put on a condom woman. I can't feel it. You know, whatever. <laughs> I, I, this is my personal thing is that I have requested not to because I don't like the feeling when he has a condom on personally. Mm. So I was on birth control. And I am now currently using the family planning method. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would personally, you know, gamble well, we, not so, using so a condom in that situation. We didn't. We also didn't talk about this, uh, which maybe we'll get into with the expert. But um, the pull-out method is not the 
uh, same as the FAM method, which is the fertility awareness method, which is actually quite thorough. And, Very and thorough. Planned Parenthood goes over, um, please go look at their website and read about the effectiveness and how to use it and all that kind of stuff. Don't just wing it um, going off of our word. But that mm-hmm. includes um, taking your temperature every morning to figure out where you're at in your cycle, um, cervical fluid monitoring, uh, among other things. So there, there's many different methods yep. of preventing pregnancy and uh and yeah, I guess we didn't talk about condoms because we just don't like using them in our monogamous relationships. Yes. Which is... With the non, with, when I'm in a non-monogamous situation, always strap one of them babies on. But yes. with my husband, I just, I just don't prefer the feeling. I don't know. But you know what? I have actually many close friends in marriages who me use too. a condom every me time. Too. And they're like, doesn't bother me at all. Feels and great. And I'm like, pants awesome. and not pregnant. So. <laughs> and, and the specific person I'm thinking of has actually remained not pregnant the whole time. And I got pregnant. Imagine so bada boom, you know, here we are. <laughs> anyway, Anyways. just please make your, make your own informed yeah. decisions and please talk to your care provider. All yeah. right. Anyway, enough of that, that. Enough of that. We're not experts. Um, maybe about not getting pregnant. We are about the bachelor. I think though. So we're going to oh. get into that. Yes. Yes. Or amateur bachelor. Yes. You know, aficionados, whatever. Amateur. So. I've even been through it, sweetie. What yeah, bachelor- you'd, you'd be an expert. I'd no, be- but you've watched like forever. So actually, you're probably more of an expert. Yeah, I realized how many how many seasons I did miss in the middle there, though. So you know what? We'll call me a, I don't know, some sort of, uh, what is it when you're not an amateur, but you're not a professional? I don't know the name. Doesn't matter. Speaking of pregnancies. An enthusiast. <laughs> an enthusiast. You're a bachelor enthusiast. An aggressive enthusiast. <laughs> uh, speaking of pregnancies, though, um, one of the biggest challenges I had during pregnancy and especially post-pregnancy was finding a bra that, one, actually fit me and my changing breast size, and two, that was actually comfortable. We all know, we all know that there is a bra company that I dare say maybe created the perfect and inclusive bra it's third love third love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their fit finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel i actually recommend third love to like all my friends and family members i'm always like well but have you tried the brand third love why aren't you wearing a third love bra right now you know they offer more than 80 sizes including their signature half cup sizes i always tell people about the half cup Mm -hmm. sizes uh they help you identify your breast size and shape and find styles that fit your body because they know that breast shape is actually a huge factor of finding that perfectly sized bra. And let's be clear, these bras are also the most comfortable and, um, you know, those annoying bra purchases you make where the straps won't stop slipping. Well, third loves fit finder quiz. makes sure that won't happen. That's one of my favorite features of my third love bra. The straps never slip down. And by the way, they have great nursing bras too. Um, also third love has a team of expert fit stylists that are dedicated to helping you find your perfect fit. They are available every day to help via text, chat, or phone. So if you aren't quite sure what you need, you can contact them easily. Every customer has 60 days to wash it or to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. And if you don't love it, return it and Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. Third Love donates all their gently used return bras to women in need, supporting charities in their local San Francisco Bay Area and across the U.S. Um, So far, Third Love has donated over $15 million in bras. That's fantastic. 
fantastic. Unbelievable. Instead of ending up in landfills where mm-hmm. a lot of returns end up. Mm. Mm-hmm. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash chatty now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash chatty for 15% off today. Okay. Batch Nation. <laughs> Batch Nation. We Dude, are if we revving think- <laughs> up. I am so, you know what? Ready to get trashed and get one-star reviews for Pete's season? Because <laughs> I'm ready. Honestly, I needed the break. Oh, I felt like I was Bitch, starting. that was the longest nine months of my goddamn life. I felt like I was like starting to become like, again, we were, everyone we'd see out, we'd be like, is that, is that and Kaylin? We, we is were that both Dean? having dreams We were about having it. bachelor dreams. I felt like all my conversations with people outside of my home were involving the bachelor. Yes, 100%. And now I feel like really revved up and ready to go again. Me too. It's, it's that time, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know. It was so much. It was a lot. It was oversaturation. We were, well, the, the seasons were literally back to back to back yeah in a way i haven't seen in a while yeah it was pretty intense and there was just so many new characters and faces that i was feeling like you know at a point where i'm like i need a pause to meet new people okay i need to a pause to have new people in my life well get ready because we're gonna come across some faces we're not gonna get rid of for the next <sighs> however many months in okay. fact we still saw we still saw some very familiar faces Oh my god. Okay. So here's the deal, Broads. Um Pete is our new bachelor. Um, I am relatively excited. I'm apathetic. Apathetic. At best. I, I don't care. I'll say this. With Colton, I was really disappointed that he was the bachelor. With Colton, you know, the the feelings were strong in one way or another, <laughs> which I loved. That's true. Polarizing. We, we had very strong opinions about the fact that Colton was which our new bachelor. Which kind of made it fun because we were like, prove us wrong. Prove Colton. us wrong. And turns out we ended up being fans at the end when he went rogue and went on like This American Insane. Life and now he's like oh an entertainer. God. Did you ever listen to that episode? <laughs> yes, it's insane. It's crazy. If you guys haven't listened to the This American Life episode with Colton, on it he drops and spills all the tea so much tea it's crazy i could not believe what he was saying he must have gotten like seriously in so much trouble do you think that he had to go through some sort of lawsuit i mean no they probably sent him some cease and desist about it i was just i it was crazy i couldn't believe it but I ended up loving the cult, the gone rogue Colton at the end. I was like, turns out he was the smartest one the whole time. Okay. I we were talking some major it. trash and he, you know, yeah. Uh, so, but with Pete, you know, it's like, I'm, I feel like he's a sweet guy. He seems like a sweet guy and he seems very sensual. So I'm assuming true. there's going to be a lot of sex in this season. He seems like a pretty balanced guy. Yeah. You know what does. I mean? So. I feel like he'll probably handle the situations fairly well. Yeah. I mean, we do know that at one point he breaks his poor face. That's oh, going to yes, be dramatic. Right. He had to go to the hospital or something. Yeah, he like smashed a wine glass against his face or fell with some sort of wine glass and it <laughs> cut his face open. <laughs> I just imagined him be like, wow, what the hell? Ding! Like instead of a beer can, when they smash the beer can, he does it with the wine glass and we're like, Pete, don't do that. He's trying to impress all the ladies. Like, look at this the cool glass, party trick. Glass. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, I'm so sorry. I'm not making fun you of your poor injury. You don't think someone injury. was having like a real housewives moment where they like shoved their glass in his face? Do you? I don't know. That, that'd be insane. I feel like. Can I you, mean, I'm not saying I hope that he was injured no, that way, but like not. for the TV, I 
hope it's something to but that degree also, of drama. I saw like little clips at some point where he gets like super sick too. Oh no. And he's like in the hospital for three days. It looks like Pete went through the ringer. Like, geez, poor guy. I know. I feel bad. It's like the kind of low key bachelor and he just gets just demolished. I mean, just on an emotional level and sleep deprivation level. Gnarly. I wonder how his mother handled all these injuries and illnesses. And like meeting all these women. She's like, Pete, I love all of them. I don't know what to do with myself. She can't say no to anyone. <laughs> Turns out Pete has a very strong opinion about one the whole time, but his mother's in love with all of them. I can just so see that's her being all stressed. Like, Pete, I just don't know. They're all so lovely. <laughs> oh gosh. I really hope that they have his family in it a lot. Wouldn't it be crazy if like his brother got with one of the other girls? Oh, yeah, because they do have that very similar... I forget his brother's name. But he's also a pilot. Jack. Yes. I think. Jack. Jack and, the pilot. And he has, like, Pilot Pete, and he's, like, jet-setting Jack or something yeah, like, like that, that on his on his uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. Oh, is it really his Yeah, Instagram? they literally have, like, that dual... What's with their family in planes? <laughs> well, <laughs> the dad was What's pilot. the deal? What is the problem? Do you know what's going to happen? We're going to now talk ourselves into somehow not liking Pete, even though he's like so lovely. Like, what's like the deal? Plane fetish? <laughs> I don't get it. Well, his dad was a pilot. <laughs> so it's kind of a family thing. I'm sure both of them were conceived on a plane. Let's be real. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, how many? Okay, let's be real. How many times have these guys already fucked on a plane? Oh, please didn't he like say he already was a part of the mile high club or am i making I that up i feel like maybe you are but i don't know how he couldn't be i mean come on like he's a handsome guy he's a lovely guy if he was the pilot everywhere you're going and is that like something the pilots can do just like slip out from the cockpit seems dangerous but i, I don't, don't know. call it the cockpit <laughs> for no reason oh my gosh okay well we know that that's ah! gonna be an intro line totally oh yeah limo line i cannot wait for the unbelievably absurd amount of flying and airplane airplane puns that are going to be happening what was colton all colton's shit virginity which okay, i'm really planes glad are better than virginity honestly like i'm so glad that the whole virginity thing is done there was like so many upsetting levels to that that was just being it was just being it's just a, thrown and around also and a, it was just fucking annoying and it, it was annoying it was also just like it felt so like, like mocking and immature and weird what, yeah. yeah and then idolizing like, it and it, yeah just it's bizarre bring on the plane puns honestly True. like though we okay so we're gonna be talking about the intro but like you know we already saw in the intro a girl in a freaking windmill costume so of course we're gonna be getting more windmill jokes <laughs> oh, yeah, which i'm so that's right okay so colton was virginity and then jumping the fence yes so now it's gonna be windmills and, and planes. planes yep yep oh, all right they figure out with with hannah well did hannah what was hannah's i mean she was the one pageant who, queen the pageant queen who also couldn't make a toast on her first date so it was like making fun yeah, of her every she time she would toast i guess yeah she didn't really have a thing which i'm like kind of thankful for I Remember guess. Ari's was the kissing bandit? <laughs> that was in so his funny. promos, they'd put him in a mask. Poor guy. <laughs> it was like, it was like a Barney store mask that was like 57 cents. <laughs> it was like the plastic Oh my like, god. Get this poor guy out of this mask. <laughs> my god. He's like, I'm 36 now. Yeah, he's like, I'm <laughs> a grown ass man. Why are this? you putting me of all people in a mask? Like, I, I have a business. Like, it was just, it was so sad. <laughs> 
Wow. Oh, Tragic. God. I think they, I feel like they do that though for the guys. They like give them their little like shtick. Yeah, probably because. I mean, they're fairly personalityless most of the time. <laughs> I was going to say, no shade to men. But, you know, we as women, you know, we tend to be able to. Uh, our repertoire is, I don't know, we can go back and forth more. We feel like we interview better. Well, like, you, you know. know what, too? The guys usually have a gigantic gap between the bachelorette and there's airing. So That's they have true, to remind huh? you, like, remember the windmill plane guy? Like, Remember this guy? <laughs> I mean, I will say, though, now with all the social media, how much that's True. exploded. Like, I don't, Beck and I were just talking before we uh, started recording. We are spoiler less right now. Like, oh we, we are zero spoiled. And I don't I think I've ever living. been so little spoiled in years. I didn't know much with Colton, but I had like a few little nuggets here and there. Both of us know literally nothing. The problem was, is like, I was following Colton and I like, I think I even started following some of the girls for yeah, whatever reason. Yeah, so you can kind of see all of a sudden like, this and I think I was checking in on Reality Steve, honestly. No, I wasn't. Not for Colton's. No, season. not for Colton's. Because no, we were covering it. But but with um, one of the things that I noticed why I and we're both not going to follow any of the girls for, uh, from Peter's season or even like look, try to look at their Instagrams. Yeah. Because normally you see whoever, whichever girl gets the most followers the quickest True. is the girl who probably won because people are checking in on Reality True. Steve and going to follow her to see what's going on that's a good point and even so, if you just glance at a photo you're gonna see a comment that says like congratulations, congratulations you're, you're engaged like, <laughs> you're, uh, it's like, we're on week one week uh-huh. one please don't don't you guys don't be the people who hop on and say congratulations and ruin it please some of us want to stay you know also this is the other problem is that because uh social media has become so intense with all these bachelor contestants becca and i to be able to report thoroughly to all of you have to really like try to stay engaged with all the drama that's going on so sometimes it's hard not to find out stuff um totally that we stayed we actually stayed pretty good for i don't know see hannah's season was hard because like we were looking at the stuff about judd having a girlfriend and then certain outlets would be we like, didn't know anything about really hannah's season we stayed pretty good until you knew that tyler was going to be in the top four i yeah, think which i mean let's be honest me. i mean look surprise, at the guy. surprise yeah <laughs> so, um but then other than that until the whole drama start like came up with judd then um, you start finding out like she's gonna pick him then and you like, and i had to kind of start digging and researching to find out tea to give all of you and then we kind of end up finding out that she's going to pick him and you're like but i still had this part in my heart that thought that maybe she wouldn't mm. but i was surprised when then she started to uh to request tyler's presence afterwards and oh, wanted totally. to go on a date with him that threw me for a loop well but now speak- she's down to all choice number three okay he got like on third yes okay i mean he made it to top three yes okay <sighs> Broads. Oh, so, oh, wait. Also, real yes. quick, I just want to say that um, I think we're planning on releasing. We're going to go through all the ladies. Yes, which we I'm, are. It's actually kind of my favorite thing. I'm really looking forward to it. I had so much fun when we, we did do. it for uh, Hannah's season. So we're going to do it for the girls. For Pete's season, I think the week before the first episode, which ends up being like New Year's week. Yeah, New Year's week. So I'm we will be dropping yes i'm so excited oh my god um okay so 
in the previews, if you have not watched the previews for Pete season yet, you can go on you uh, know, Bachelor ABC Instagram. Yeah, and you can see a few, or just look up. Pilot we Pete see promo. his we see his promo first. Which okay, can we talk about his promo for a second? Oh, you mean like the incredibly dramatic? I'm feeling good one. So I think this whole like unbelievably over the top digital thing ha- started with Hannah's. Yes. Okay. Because I don't know if you guys remember, but it was like this whole like movie trailer of her in this like Cinderella dress through the forest and there's rose petals that are following her and she's like like it, it looks insane. like she has the kira kira app on her because she's like glittering yes. like top to bottom <laughs> it was it's crazy super dramatic music and then pete's is now very similar like high gloss looks like a disney creation which i guess it's abc so maybe <laughs> they use their people on yeah it. but it's like super weird cgi kind of like strange <laughs> cgi it's strange cgi like they're gonna decide to start making a cartoon about pete's life afterwards. well it's so weird because like this high production like you know intro whatever and then like the actual show is just like all these clips of like women fighting and shit and it's just like so it not doesn't match no which weird. by the way disney i mean abc you guys you guys are a unit maybe Why don't they do a bachelor the movie they should 100 percent do a bachelor the movie they should also now on disney plus do a cartoon version after the season <laughs> like pete's life after with that him and his family crazy. also <laughs> they should just put up all the seasons for free on disney plus Yes. or on hulu or on something please yeah just all of them come Can on petition for this yeah, because you, you have, have to, to buy them for like you 20 have to bucks. pay like 20 bucks for your for I your season i, I bought s- yours you did <laughs> yeah i bought oh, yours right. like a year family. ago yeah damn i still haven't uh i haven't watched it since it came out you definitely need to watch i, I have you to still have you haven't watched it with gray i'm telling you you got to do it he'll fall even more in love it'll be great he'll get jealous and I then know. he'll want me even more yes you should definitely make him start watching it. Like if you guys ever get into some sort of fight, just yeah. be like, just by accident, have it on in the background. And Ari's just like, I've never been more attracted to someone in my life. And you're like, please take this mask off. <laughs> you look ridiculous. You are a good kisser. Like, look, Kristen. <laughs> See how desirable I am. You lucky bastard. Uh, um, how do we get off track? What were we talking about? Talking oh, about his, his, his dramatic promo. But then Weird. it's also the the and I'm feeling good. And it's so like shimmying. Were there windmills in there? There's windmills. There's he's he's in the entrance to the windmill with a rose. There are planes flying above him. I don't know why there's any where there's no like goddamn fireworks going off in the background. Like it is a whole scene. It's ridiculous. Insane. I can't handle it. But then they put it out- gets me hyped for the season, though. It does get me hyped, like, but in a way of like, this is going to be ridiculous and exciting because it's so. I actually <laughs> am getting like so stoked for the season. Like, <laughs> it's been a three month gap. I'm ready. I can't wait. And now you know, you know that it's there's going to be more wrong reasons people than ever than because ever before, everyone get like three million fucking followers everyone knows they're like this is the beginning of the rest of my life at least for the next five years for real wait i, I need to see real quick um i need to see real quick what pete's follower count is at right now yes let's check in 1.2 million 
Okay. Meanwhile, Colton is at two million. Oh, Pete's gonna like fly past him. Pete's gonna fly. I believe uh, oh, Tyler no intended. <laughs> Already, it's beginning. I believe like Tyler Cameron is at two point two. I know he, he has more exactly. than Colton. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. I checked the other day. I was like, "How's Colton coming in this race?" But like the crazy thing is, it's like how long can Tyler sustain just being the hot guy who's single? You know, because because remember Peter off Rachel's season, like that tanked within like maybe six or so months true but i have some more i have some tea that i'm was all over the place about tyler so we can get into that in a second i think tyler's gonna keep i think he's gonna stay what's the the tea just tell me now i need to know okay don't tease us okay so i'm sure a lot of you have seen that now this is the tea what tyler pilot pete and dylan Dylan Barber was without Hannah G and was spotted the three of those boys in like a front row box at a football game. I think it was the Rams. Okay. And they were with Kendall Jenner. I forget the other model and Stassi who I don't know if you know Stassi. That's right. Kylie's Stassi best baby. friend. Stassi baby who's Kylie Jenner's best friend. Okay. Dude he's dating her? It's rumored that Tyler's been spotted. Wait, in so PDAs. they were with all of them, and like so, Dylan wasn't with Hannah. I, I know, <laughs> but I was like, oh shit! Now these bachelor guys all of a sudden are getting like celeb, I serious mean, celeb like, status. Gigi, come on, these are like like celebrity women. Stassi, Kendall Jenner, and I forget. Oh, I can't believe I'm blanking on the name of the other one, but she's another like. Dude, high that end. shit's crazy. Like. Yeah. So Tyler and Stassi have been seen about. What the fuck? But the How f- is he getting like in with these chicks? Though? Well, I think, I mean, if you think about it like this, if he was with Gigi, right? I mean, that's some like street cred, you know? It's so like, he's with well, Gigi and then he, he'll meet Kendall Jenner that way. And then she's like, hey, let's just go to a football game. And, and they're all hanging friend. out. And then like, you know, he stumbles upon Stassi at some party. And Stassi's always with the Jenner people. By the way, I do know her. Who? Stassi. How? Well... This is like no in the sense of like bumping. <laughs> you guys up. hang together. Her and I hang on the reg. <laughs> no, but I have met her numerous. Well, not more than met. We've hung out a couple times uh-huh. because the people that we did the past life regression with recently. Oh, are friends with her. Friends with her. Evan, her ex boyfriend Sammy Wilk. T. That's drama. And and Evan did I can't some music keep up. stuff stuff together. I know it's this young Hollywood. Anyways, point is young, young Hollywood. Young, ho- young Hollywood. Which, by the way, <laughs> I was just I would hang out with some of these groups of people and just be like, Hey, I'm at the time I was like 28, and you guys are like 18, and I just felt ridiculous. Yeah. I it feel was ridiculous and we're like it the was same embarrassing age. for me but anywho point is for our lord and savior tyler cameron stassi lovely person okay cool N- good friends with some of our friends so all i'm saying is blessings interesting blessings. you know what's crazy this is the this is the interesting thing uh the guys are going to achieve like a different kind of celeb attention than like the girls will you know, right. because it's like, it's not like fucking, I'm trying to think who some major dudes are. But like, why can't I think of any? Like, it's not like Harry Styles is going to be watching The Bachelor and be like, right? I got to slide in this girl's DMs. Right, like, like Hannah just won Dancing with the Stars. Congratulations, by the way, uh-huh. Hannah, you won. And by, I think I said when she started, I'm like, I bet she's going to win. Because when you yeah, saw that first dance, surprising. it was like, damn, she was really good at yeah. this. Um, but no, you're totally right. Because we're not seeing Hannah being spotted with any like, a-list sure 
That's, but all yeah. these boys, because yeah, you have all these women watching from all different, like you know, for, like Demi Lovato, Demi Lovato, like seeing, seeing Mike, Mike, like someone like you know, you're talking Jennifer Aniston is a huge fan of the show. I mean, you're talking like AAA list people who watch the show, but mostly probably women. Yeah. So now That's they're cool. all it's like pretty interesting, and also women are different because like you see. We, I mean, not that guys don't do the same thing. I'm not saying guys are just all about tits and ass, but like a woman's going to see a guy portrayed on the show and they're going to be like, wow, I could really see myself dating him. Right. A guy's, I, most of the time, is not going to watch the show and be like, wow. Like, you know, he's going to be some A-lister and be right. like, I got to slide in this batch. Maybe. Well, also, I was thinking about if you're some like, because no shade to the Stassis and Kendall Jenners of the world, but like, these are not women who got famous because they, you know, have been hustling since they were young, trying to get a career on the well, stage. Well, some people would disagree with you. Kendall's been hustling, girl. She's been hustling. I'm not saying she hasn't, but she was born into it. Sure, sure, sure. I'm talking, and then Stassi was friends. I'm talking, these aren't these people who were like, I putting my pennies towards <laughs> my grads or my, my college so that I can dance on the stage and hopefully someone will see me and I've been working for however long. You know, it's Insta, it's whatever. So they have had this reputation for forever, right? Uh And everyone wants to be with them for clout, all that. So all of a sudden, you're the type of woman who you're only dating other men who are extremely famous, famous, right? I'm sure that that is really crazy. Oh, yeah. So you're like, here's like a normal-ish guy. Here's a dude who lived in some smaller town and... Now Honestly, he's getting famous, like, but he worships me. But dude, I would think that's kind of worse in a way because then it's like this person who's new to fame and is like might be. Re- it doesn't seem like that's the way f- it is for Tyler, but like might be like really. But don't into you think? Then, but like, if you were a Kendall Jenner, you'd be like, you like you could slam him so hard, like you think you're famous. I totally. That's embarrassing. Yeah, you're on you the know fucking what I mean? Bachelorette. So yeah. anytime that he, they'd start to get an ego, you just look at like the girl that you're dating, and you'd be like, I, I'm nothing in yeah. comparison. And the bug would probably feel kind of good. Totally. I don't know. It's such a weird dynamic that this is happening. But point is, the fact what was the that point? <laughs> Stassi, Kendall Jenner, and oh, someone yeah. else are in a box with Tyler, Pete, and Dylan. Dude. Just killed me. All right. Well, we really got off track there. Sorry. <laughs> so sorry. We're pissing off you guys who are like, can we just please talk about Pete's season and not about fucking Instagram models? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. We <laughs> promise we'll get more to it in a second. This is what happens when we get back on The Bachelor. You know what I'm saying? This is what happens when we do like a little free form Q&A. We are on tangents. Hashtag tangential tangential broads tangential broads we're I'm giving you it. i know me too um becca i just realized you won't be having your period again for Dude, a I've only minute. had two periods <laughs> in like two years what the fuck so I, I know that my sister-in-law didn't have a period for almost six years because she had five kids back to back and then during the breastfeeding and all that but anyways you're not gonna be needing this next product for some time but i will absolutely be using it because it's my favorite uterine care product company it's lola lola is a female founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons pads liners and all natural cleansing wipes unlike other major brands lola products are 100 natural and easy to feel good about there's no bs mystery fibers or doubts about what's going in your body plus lola products come in a simple customizable subscription they'll Lola will deliver exactly what you need, exactly when you need it. They couldn't make it easier to be on your period, honestly, and their packaging makes it even better. No more bright, oddly matched tampon or pad packaging displayed in your bathroom anymore. No, 
Lola's packing is sleek and sophisticated and minimalist. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it looks like a piece of art more than a tampon, if I'm True. being real. Personally, I love how your subscription is fully customizable. You can choose your mix of products, mix of absorbency, number of boxes, and frequency of delivery. Uh, every option is in your hands to create your perfect uterine care delivery. Lola's subscription is super flexible, too. You can change, skip, or cancel your subscription at any time. And Lola now offers cleansing wipes that are safe for use anywhere on the body. I love them. I love They're them the too. first biodegradable, all natural wipe of their kind, perfect for a midday refresh. They're individually packaged and gynecologist approved and hypoallergenic. And for every purchase, Lola donates feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. And now for 30% off your first month's subscription, you can visit mylola.com and enter chatty30 when you subscribe. That's 30% off your first month's subscription by visiting mylola.com and entering chatty30 when you subscribe. Okay, so we are halfway through the holidays already, which is insane. Um, And I'm going to need a little extra support for energy and immunity because getting sick always and stress. Hello. Well, I have an easy way to make sure I am regularly getting the best vitamins and supplements I need. And that is through Care of. Mm -hmm. Care of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to get the right vitamins, supplements and protein powders for your specific needs. I've now been using Care of for... Almost two years, actually. Whether you're looking for glowing skin, more energy, better sleep, or something to support your health and fitness routine, prenatals, whatever, Care of helps you build and stick with a plan that's right for you. All you have to do is take a short, fun quiz about your lifestyle and health needs, and you'll get a research-backed recommendation with the vitamins, supplements, and or protein powders you need based on your completely personalized quiz results, and you can modify your subscription at any time when your needs or preferences change. And by the way, your Care of order gets shipped right to your door in convenient daily packs that are also um, compostable. You can get info about that on their website. Perfect for a busy on-the-go lifestyle. Just throw a couple in your suitcase when traveling or one in your diaper bag when you're running about, whatever. Or your backpack. Hey, college and high school broads listening to this, please do not be like me when I was in high school and college and take your vitamins and supplements. Mm -hmm. Um, It's one of my biggest regrets, okay? Maybe you can even ask for a care of subscription uh, for your parents for Christmas. They'd be impressed too. Wow, my child is taking care of their health. Amazing. Um, Also, vegan and vegetarian supplement options are available to match your dietary needs and to ensure you're getting the nutrients you need for those specific diets. And check out this deal we have for you, Broads. It's a really good one. Get 50% off your first care of order by going to takecareof.com and enter chatty50. That's 50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter chatty50. It's really a great deal. It really is. Um, okay, so let's talk about... All right, let's get to actually what we said we were going to talk about. So in the previews, we see all these new women. And then, of course, walks in Miss Hannah Brown. And at first, I am not shocked because I'm like, of course she's, she's going to show up. She's getting out of the limo. Up. It's a joke. It's, right. you know, whatever. And you're kind of like, oh, she's going to show up and be like hi, Pete, it's me. And Pete's going to be like, oh my God, are you back? And she'll be like, no, but I just wanted to give you some advice, blah, blah, blah. But then things take a turn. Things take a turn. Okay. For one, as you pointed out, she's in two different dresses. Yes. So if you go back and watch when she gets out of the limo, she's in a red dress. And then when her and Pete are sitting and having a conversation, she is in a sparkly number. So unless homegirls are having a fashion change, which by the way, I would support with every part of my being she's like i'm famous now so i'm gonna get into four dresses in my 10 minute cameo with uh-huh. this um it seems as if she's there for maybe more than one night 
I don't know. I don't and know. And it's so, okay, like it seems super like, not clickbaity, but like watch baity. Yes. You know, like yes. Hannah's coming back to compete. Cause, but I don't know. I'm so conflicted. And I have seen some comments where people like, is like, she's not actually there, but there's something so weird about their dynamic when they're sitting in the promo and you hear her. And of course you hear the editing and her saying like, you know, I, I want do, I would do anything for, to, love. for love. Right. And like you're, it makes it sound like she wants to be with him again, but that could be weird editing. But when they're sitting together and he's leaning in, he's like, like they're Hannah about Brown. to kiss. Oh, and the way she's like leaning into him. I mean, the sexual tension is high. No, they were like almost touching lips. They were so close. So yes. that was interesting. And then also he said, and it didn't seem like it was edited around. Like, would you want to come back? Yes. Like, and now there's a chance that. Again, it's a watch bait situation and she's going to be like, no, Peter, no, I want you to spread your wings and fly across all these women and, you know, whatever. But across all these women, (laughs) but like, even if she says that and leaves their energy and how like judgy he was with her was intense. Yeah, it was. a. And again, I can't get over the two dress thing. It seems odd to me. I don't I just don't know. But what people have pointed out is that she's filming Dancing with the Stars while this is happening. Sure. So unless she's literally allowed to show up occasionally on dates and then go back to filming, which it's, you know, it's their show. Maybe they're going to choose to do that. I would think that Look, that ain't going to work out. She's not coming back. Yeah, I definitely don't think she's coming no, back. I don't think so like, either. That'd just be too good to be true. But can you imagine her in the house with all the women? I would love it. Oh, it would be everything. That would be gnarly. Like, I would actually be terrified if I was her going, like, into... Oh, I would be... Oh, you'd be scared if you were Hannah, Hannah going in? Yes. Oh, I wouldn't. I would walk in there. I'd be wearing a crown and have a scepter, and I'd be like, obviously, I'm ruling this show. I mean, it's kind of gnarly, though, because, like... You're sort of, you are sort of like a little, you are sort of a little group that is sort of trauma bonded together, like sure. and me going through it and her going through it too. And then being like, damn, I got to head back into that. But now I'm that girl that everyone fucking hates. Yeah. But also true. you would have special privileges. So you'd be like, but where's also, my phone? But also, you know, that America is behind you. So anyone who tries maybe. Really? You don't think? I mean, I think like I think that she's probably going to get a lot of the responses if she hasn't already of like, really, Hannah? Desperate. Like you already now, had your time and you dumped him because people are really protective of Pete like that. True, you know? because he is like a little angelic. Being. Right. So they're like, you already broke his heart. How dare you come back and try yeah. to like get have your cake and eat it? But too. do you think now that she had like did the dancing with the stars and is like America's sweetheart that people are rooting her on more in that way? Because now all these other people who don't watch The Bachelor know about her, too. She has a, a broader audience. I don't know. Now, I don't know either. Because I feel like if she would have come, if she'd come in, if she'd pull like I a Nick. Split. If she'd pull a Nick on Caitlyn's season and come in a few weeks in, people might get mad. But day one, when they don't know the girls yet, and they're not protective of any of the women, I don't know. I don't know either. I I can't wait to watch. I definitely don't think she's like. I don't compete. think so either because again, we also don't see her in, in like any other parts of the promo. And you think that that I I would think that would really be teased. 
Do you yeah, know what I mean? No, for sure, for sure. Like Even though see- we didn't, we weren't teased by him cutting his face open, and I think that they'd show yeah. us that. Oh wait, just wait. That's gonna come. <laughs> gonna that's gonna play every- over and over and over. As, as, soon as over. Hannah's is done, that's just gonna be what's consistently played. And God knows I won't be able to watch it because you know me with blood. So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to explain what's going on the entire that's time. That's gonna be insane. But. Yeah, no, I really don't think that she's coming back. But. All right. Well, is there anything else from the promo that we should cover? Any other like little tea? I mean, no, because I think that the only thing that we could talk about are some of the girls that are going to be coming on the show. And we're obviously going to have a whole I'm episode dedicated, so to that, get it dedicated to that. Now, I will do a little tease. Okay. Apparently, one of the girls is a quote unquote home wrecker. And I, I know that. nothing about love this, that. but a, someone, and I don't know if, because again, you guys, like someone else revealed it about her. Someone said, and I, I don't know anything about it because we, I haven't intentionally haven't looked, but I saw that there was like a home wrecker where it's maybe someone who broke up a marriage or something like that. And she's already getting like shamed, like crazy. Yeah. You probably shouldn't do that. And then <laughs> have a way for people to find out when you go on national now television. On, now everyone knows everything <laughs> but i'm really interested if it if it's true like how much people are going to tear her apart and also like i don't know that's that uh, would be really upsetting like not knowing like what the details are yeah. if she didn't get I'll, this reputation I'll save, I'll save my judgment till i find out the details yeah. but uh yeah definitely breaking up a family's not a good look no not a good look at all but again what if she didn't know that he was married and we that's don't true. know anything Maybe he lied to her and now she's getting shamed by all these women i don't know we'll see we'll see gosh I'm, there's gonna be a ooh, lot i love all that shit i'm um, so excited do you think he'll get engaged by the end of it a hundred percent. Yeah, I do too. I he have is, no doubt in my he mind. He seems like such a romantic that it's just going to be like, oh, I'm getting really excited. I feel like he's going to be a Ben Higgins who says, I love you to like four women. I definitely see that. But, oh, that's the other thing we saw in the preview is mm-hmm. that he definitely tells Ben Higgins is back again. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of have a similar look, right? Uh, I feel like maybe they could. I don't yeah, know. I mean, they both look like they're from fucking Colorado, so and I guess just, you could say that. I feel that. like they're like similar height and like haircut, kind of. I don't know, um, but I guess then people are like, Nick looks like him too. They all look similar. <laughs> but um, no, but we see in the in the preview that he's telling one of the girls that he's already been intimate with someone. Oh, so. I know. But we know. I feel like. I bet Pete, Pete yes. again, he's so sensual and all that. He, I feel like there's going to be a lot of sex. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. going to be I, a lot of I love yous. I really hope that he does uh, pulls a like sex before the fantasy suite moment. Oh, for sure. that is just so drama filled. What if him and Hannah or what if Hannah shows up night one and they're like, we got to like, just do this one it. more time. She's like, I don't want to. I don't want to stay, but I just need. I just came back for time. a little more pilot Pete before he, <laughs> before he gets engaged. Rolls in on wheels, this giant windmill to be like, we're recreating your special night. I love that cardboard. Love that for them. I really hope so. My deepest hopes and desires. She's she's Um, like, I just need a piece. One more piece of Pete. One more piece of Pilot Petey. Um. So I think that's it. Okay. So we have a few. We thought we'd do some Q and A. Do you know how many women there are coming in? I don't. Okay. Is we'll it typically 25? It can really range like anywhere from I think 23 or 24 all the way up to like 31. That's absurd. That's a lot of people. <laughs> I want to say Ari's season had like 30. I or maybe th- it was Colton. Somebody, somebody's recent season had like literally 31. That women. would be so intimidating. It's just so many names to remember. Were you intimidated on the first night or did you feel pretty confident? 
I feel like we've talked about this before. I don't know. I, uh, when I first, <laughs> when I first walked in and like everyone was kind of rolling in, I'm like, oh, cause of course when I first went into it, I'm like, I'm about to be the hottest bitch on the block. Watch out. And then my season had some very beautiful women. So when everyone started yeah. filing into the room, I was kind of like, oh shit, might need to rethink this. But then like, I'm not gonna lie, I started having conversations with some of the, the people and it was like some of the women, I, I love all those, most of the girls, I love all the girls on the season uh, looking back on it. But definitely there's somewhere I'm like, okay, like I think I may be a little more like, I don't know, I think I have a little more to offer with personality and like I think that I'll Got do it. just fine. bringing what i have to the table so uh, by the end of the first night i was like we chill oh and then also like when i met him and everything i was like we good yeah we're chilling yeah i feel like if i would have if i would be there first night and i met him and there was any sort of connection i'd be okay for a while yeah but without meeting him night one i would be like I, qu- oh my I question you were everything. one of the girls that I'd didn't get to shivering. talk to him. No, I, I mean like just walking into that whole group oh. of women. I'd be like shivering in a corner. I would just be like, oh God, I'm questioning everything about myself. Well, I felt good because I didn't know who he was going in. I didn't really That's know anything good. about him. That's so that a was powerful actually, moment. That was actually yeah. like a, a positive thing. Like I can't, I imagine for some of the girls going into like Pete's season, it could be pretty nerve wracking. of oh, like yeah. wanting to impress Pete, but it's Also like how many women do you think are there for Tyler? I don't know. I think a lot of them are probably there for Pete. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like Pete's, I mean like I would go on for Tyler, but then if it was Pete, I wouldn't be like bummed. You oh know? no, no. I, I think that's I, a, thing. a lot of people were there. I'm sure for Mike too. Cause Mike, it True. seemed like he, True. I would be honestly minus Jed. <laughs> Hannah, we, we talked about this. Hannah had a great group of guys. He, yeah. Uh, there'd mean, be like, we got Luke. We got <laughs> <laughs> I miss that guy. <laughs> what if he I really do. comes back on Pete's season? He's Damn. like, can you fit me in somehow? People have forgotten about me, and I was a really hot topic. Her for season a while. was so good. She had such a good season, and there but, were so many good guys. I feel yeah, like there were good guys. There'd be like a lot of the guys could show up on the for uh, as the Bachelor. And if I was going on for someone in particular, I'd be like, that's fine. Yeah, if it was like Pete, Mike, or Tyler, I'd be totally chill. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, it's not like you're gonna be. I don't know if everyone felt that way about Colton because I think I remember hearing that one or two girls actually dropped out. Right. Well, they, they, they tell you who it is, and then you make the choice. Remember, you know? we heard that Cassie was supposed to be on Ari's season and dropped. No way. I'm like ninety nine point nine percent sure. Or I had heard maybe it was that a rumor, bitch is smart. but I had heard she was just like age wise. It was like you know she was like God, not well, feeling it as much because 20... she didn't want are we the same age i think she's younger than you isn't she i think we're the same age maybe oh maybe not well she wasn't ready to up with the story she wasn't ready to have the balls to go on and be the young (laughs) i'm like are you kidding me you think i'm gonna say no (laughs) i feel like my chance i don't care who it is (laughs) i will go on if you are allowing me to go on i will go on i wasn't upset about it being ari i didn't i felt apathetic about the whole thing anyway uh really though is that true? I'm 99.9% sure. But again, it could have been but a yeah, rumor that I read. Some people dropped Colton's. Because who's it supposed to be? Is it a Colton? Oh, like Jason People thought or, it was going to be Blake. Blake or Jason. I wasn't really into any of them. Mm-mm, not so much. So. My, my cup of tea. I Even though we like, did. Colton, <laughs> great. He's going to have great ratings. I will be there. <laughs> Even though we did fall in love with Blake at the end of Paradise. That's true. Yeah, although I was hearing some weird stuff about whatever this is just where we can just go on and on and on 
I just wow. heard some stuff about what he what he was how he was talking about the Caitlyn situation on oh no on on off the vine or whatever. I oh don't know. god. Well, listen, I'm not surprised. It was just more like by the end of the Bachelor, him kicking his legs legs up on his tummy with the girlies all the oh, time. I was just on more VIP like <laughs> and how he was always the one everyone was crying to. I know it was kind of fantastic. And the constant Charlie Brown music of him being sad walking around. Yeah, it was just kind of like Christina. It's her. That was just insane. It was, it was I loved too it. Perfect. Anyways, all right. Anyways, we um we have some Q and A questions yeah. that we thought we would take. Do we um, have any bachelor ones? We do. Go, or are we gonna hop in? Okay. No. Let's let's uh, let's do some bachelor ones, cool. and then we have some uh, baby ones. Sweet. Hey, broads. I'm Lauren, and I'm Maggie. We're college students <laughs> from Indiana, and we've like been that. obsessed with your podcast from day one. So our question for you today is if you two were made the co-producers of The Bachelorette slash Bachelor, what would be some of the first changes you would make to the show? Jessica. And we just wanted to say thanks so much for creating such an awesome and honest podcast. We love tuning in every week. Uh, Broad Squad forever. Oh, um, my heart. Lauren, Maggie, <laughs> Broad Squad forever. I'm obsessed with you guys. ROG Broad Such a good question. That is a great question. Okay. Co-producers. <laughs> Number one, we're always in power suits. Yes. Okay. This is just about our wardrobe and stuff. Number two, always have a Bloody Mary and a mimosa waiting for each of us, respectively. Bloody Mary for me. Number three, I don't smoke cigars, but I will demand one every day. Because I'm going to join the old boys club, I want a jewel disguised as a cigar that I can puff on triple all over these men's we're gonna um, dominate television wait speaking of sorry do we know what the fuck happened with mike fleissy no idea i gotta look into it i'm just gonna google that real quick but okay meanwhile while we're on the topic of being a co-producers okay wait because the producers are usually the ones that are like on it with the ladies or are we talking like head honcho mike fleiss kind of status i would imagine in that, hawaii i would imagine that they mean like the the mic flies. Okay. Yeah, the people who have the power over the show. Okay, what would we change about the show? First of all, every season, regardless if it was Bachelor or Bachelorette, either Becca or I would be the main star. Second of all, <laughs> instead of referring to them as ladies, they will all be referred to as broads. Obviously. Obviously. The yes. men and the women. But I agree. <laughs> we will take turns being the Bachelorette every other season. So that's the biggest change we would make to the Bachelorette franchise. ABC's like... <laughs> It's just Peck or I every year. By like, like year Jesse's five, they're 43. like three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and on your little tagline, it's like Jess, 27. Like, she's been 27 the past seven seasons. Like if you wiki this, you can find out that she's actually 43. It says she's 27. Also, the age of the contestants is not changing, even though oh they're my God. in their forties. Um, oh wait, shit. I, apparently Mike Fleiss and his wife have reconciled and she backs him up. Oh no. She said I I'd like to correct the erroneous reporting that my husband intentionally tried to attack and hurt me. That's untrue. We both take full responsibility for our actions and stop. Really? Yep. <clears throat> that's okay. Well, that's some sketchy okay. territory that I don't let's, feel like we should get into right now. Let's move past that. Let's yeah. move past that. Oh, okay. Back to being producers. Back to being producers. So, um, no, but for real, I mean, the, nothing. It's perfect. <laughs> it's perfection. The obvious changes uh, would be like, 
the the clear like you know there's there well actually we gotta bring the gays on we have to bring the gays on of course we need diversity we need gender diversity we need body diversity there's so just diversity in general yeah across that's the, the board. thing we that's, would be out on the streets like picking it going no, we, yeah oh we first of all we would lead all the casting sorry to the casting department we 100%. would do the casting we'd be in yes charge. it would be exhausting but we are willing to take one for would the it team. be would we make all of you go through a incredibly rigorous process 100%. yes would there be obstacle courses we would hire broads <laughs> to do incredible internet sleuthing hire people off of the subreddit to yes. sleuth all of the potential people yes all of the bachelor reddit would become okay, the that would, beforehand. this would actually be the thing that we i actually yeah. would hire people to be basically like internet detectives like how the subreddit is literally the bachelor subreddit you could just hire like all the like the top 10 and, and have them take care of everything that's actually a really good idea yeah. I, would, I would actually do that uh-huh Mm, yes i would do all the casting we'd have all sorts of different types of people that's probably the biggest change that would be the biggest change after the format of the show fantasy suites would start week three (laughs) so or every week it would be an option oh i like that oh every (laughs) mm, mm, every week there's one fantasy suite date that they get to choose someone to go on oh yes instead of giving a rose away at the date they can decide to give a fantasy suite away Mm -hmm. or or maybe not every week because that's a little dramatic (laughs) but they get like two fantasy suite dates leading up to the actual fantasy suites that they can so everyone's always wondering am i going to get one of the fantasy suite wild cards right is he going to hand you is he or she going to hand you a rose or a key what are you going to get? Oh, that would really mix shit up. I love that. Yeah. Like if you got like a free pass or two to use. Yes. <gasps> That's oh my juicy. Gosh. I like that. That would be really fun. That would definitely change the dynamic a little bit. Also, I want a senior citizen version. We need one. An over 60 version. I feel like we would have some of the most beautiful stories if we had a Dude, I also feel like it would be insanely raunchy. It would be unbelievably raunchy, as we discussed before. <laughs> the senior, the, the uh, retirement the re- community is and, getting and, it on. And we had so many DMs when we brought that up for people who work in those communities and say, you guys, yes, yes, yes. It is rampant the sexual activity would be insane it would be crazy i mean look the real housewives is all like women over 45 like get some of those broads on the show oh also would definitely want to collab with bravo in some way and start (laughs) like getting some of those women first of all shannon bedore would be the next bachelorette first of all we'd be changing networks yeah (laughs) from abc to bravo yeah because they, they can do a little shannon as the bachelor can you imagine i don't know which would be better shannon or vicky well, Vicky's now. I know, whatever, but she'll know. be divorced soon enough. Sad. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I know that there was that talk about, um, uh, what's her face? Who? Uh, oh my God, shut the fuck up. Yeah. What's her face? Yeah, who's been married? The Countess? Yeah, the Countess was, they were talking about, you know, that was rumor that she was going to be the next bachelor, which would be, by the way, also so raunchy. She would have only men like under 25 that would be. I just immediately thought of Vicky's because she'd be like, my love tank needs to be filled. That's like her tagline thing. Yes, you know? that's a perfect tagline. Anyway, we love the Real Housewives. Wow. Honestly. Hope that answers the question. (laughs) Great question. Awesome. (laughs) Seriously, though. Love that. I love it, too. Um, All right. Let's see. 
Hey guys, so um, bachelor season is coming up uh, in January, and uh, I have a little bit of an issue. Um, I don't know if I can watch the season because I love Peter so much, um, and the fact that other girls are like going to be dating him, I don't know if I can watch it. Um, I haven't felt this way about something yes. or someone since I was like 13 and like Nick Jonas was dating Miley Cyrus, and you know... I just don't know if I can watch it. But then again, I went on a date with this guy like a week ago, and he looks exactly like Peter the pilot, and his name is Corey, and he is a pilot himself. So it's like Corey the pilot. I don't know. I'll, I'll like link in like pictures of them side by side, but I don't know. Should I just like live my my life with like Corey the pilot or and like watch the show and like vicariously think that it's Peter or like not like this is my own fan fiction right now anyways should I watch the season or not watch the season I love you so much oh my god oh my god okay first of all do you do you have you had those in your life like straight up Oh, like it's painful. I used to yeah. feel that way about Charlie Hunnam on um, uh, oh, Sons, Sons of Anarchy. Anarchy. And yeah. like I would, I hated, I thought the show was so dumb and I hated it, but I would watch it for him and it like physically hurt me that I couldn't be with him. Yeah, I totally, <laughs> I felt that way with Spike. <laughs> right? It's like a pit. You're no, like, you feel like ill. I belong with them. When he got married in real life, I remember like being like viscerally angry. And like I'm sure they're lovely together, but it was like I felt sick. And if they would have had a reality TV show about their marriage, couldn't have watched it because it's like, nah, I can't. Okay, now let, <laughs> now let's look up. Let's look at side these photos. Side. Okay, so here's Pete. Okay, okay. And here's Corey. Wait, they actually really look alike, people. Okay, I don't think that we can post this because. I don't think we have his permission, but they look so much okay, alike. I say don't watch the season and live vicariously and pretend that you are one of the contestants with this guy. A hundred percent. He looks, I believe you said his name is Corey. He looks so much like Pete and he's also a pilot. You don't need to watch that. No. You're living your no. own. You're living your own fantasy. You don't even have to compete with like 25. Hopefully don't have to compete with like 25. Corey's women. like, well, <laughs> I'm figuring out that I look like Pete. So we're going to start uh, kind of adding some ladies to the roster. Um, yeah. Don't watch it. Yeah. I live your pilot. Corey fantasy. Live your pilot. Corey fantasy. And also congrats. I know I, I you, hope you found, bag this guy. Yeah. For real. Like you found your guy <laughs> who's like the fantasy that you desire. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how, how could it get better than that? I'm not sure. Keep us updated. Also, if you watched this is just what always happens in general is whenever we have the uh, person become the bachelor or bachelorette, you end up finding out more about them and the fantasy kind of, at least in my opinion, dies a little bit. It's true. So if you watch the fan, if you watch it with Pete, I bet at the end of it, maybe you won't be quite as in love and maybe you'll be more in love with Corey. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever watched a bachelor season where like at the end i was more into the dude than i was before which is why i didn't want tyler to become the bachelor because mm. i'm like don't don't ruin yourself you're just kind mm -hmm. of this fantasy right mm -hmm. now and i don't want you to social media presence has kind of killed it for me not that it's like annoying i or don't anything. stay it's updated like, i don't follow him. i follow him but i do it because i don't want it to get ruined yeah it's just he's just a guy now kind of to me i mean in the end they really all are <laughs> they really all are so it doesn't really matter if it's pilot Peter, pilot Corey. They're just dudes. They're just men's. And you know what? If you have the real deal in front of you, go for go that. For it. Go for that. A hundred percent. Um,
Let's see. Oh, we have one about. Let's should we go into some children? Ones? Sure. Let's do that. Hi, Becca and Jess. This is so funny. But um, okay, so I'm Kaylee. I'm 19, and my mom has been yelling at me all morning. And I keep saying to myself, "When you have kids, you will not yell at your children." But I bet you that I will break. <laughs> that promise to myself you will. so what are things that you vowed before you had kids oh, or shit. kid well kids yay becca ah. but um what are things that you vowed that you wouldn't do as a mom that you totally do oh. I'm just curious love you guys bye great question kaylee kaylee god y'all are so with the, funny the and like i know and the great questions god damn voicemails i love the voice me memos. too i'm so stoked on them um okay kaylee it's really <laughs> funny because i was literally thinking about this yesterday were you either after or before i was with you and i wanted to talk to you about it okay because i was like thinking about how literally everything like you you plan on doing it just doesn't Mm -hmm. happen the Mm -hmm. way you plan it no that's just yeah just parenthood in general but did you have specifics of like i'm not going to do this i think i probably will reach that point where i'm like crossing those lines um I was just thinking little things like I said, uh, like I said, Ruth was going to like sleep in her bed in our bed as long as, as you know, she wanted to and whatever. And then it turns out that she was like on my tit all night long. And I'm like, this is not sustainable. We need to make changes. And like, I'm do, I don't give a fuck about what I said before. We're now making this change. And it's just like been kind of a learning process about that of like, yeah, you should bring in some like expectations for yourself, but you got to roll with what's working and what's not. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about that. And uh, I'm trying to think if there's any, there, there, it's not really anything like big. And I also don't think I have the type of personality to be like, I'm never, ever going to do that kind of thing. I don't know. Did you bring in any of those? yeah oh for sure like what well first of all raising your voice a hundred percent i was like i would never raise my voice i already knew because i did it with my nanny kids i'd be like (laughs) what are you doing i remember i remember like being being maybe seven or eight months pregnant at the grocery store and i saw a mom and i would i want to like send her a card and some love now and she had like four children crawling on top of her and she snapped at one of the kids in front of people and i remember being like wow (laughs) i would never and had this like kind of attitude about it and uh i thought about her the other day because i was at the grocery (laughs) store with with ember and ember there's one not four one and i she was like trying to crawl out of the seat and she was pulling stuff off and i snapped at her in front of people snapped at her and is it right no i'm not saying it's right does it happen i had this moment of like i feel so bad judging that mom second i immediately was like i wonder if any listeners are seeing me right now and they're like wow jess is a horribly mean scary mother um but no the raising my voice like i obviously try not to with her but sometimes you just like lose your mind and you snap oh on the plane ruth was uh cutting a tooth actually the plane ride was pretty gnarly back from chicago she was like oh my god 
she just like wants to be on the floor crawling all the time. So it was like, no matter what I was trying to do with her, she was like arching her back and like just freaking out and like would not be held. Oh, no. And like, even if you try to, arch. if you try to stand her up on the chair, she'd like collapse in a puddle on the ground and was screaming. And I, at one point was trying to hold her because there was gnarly turbulence. So I was like, I physically can't put you on the ground. I've got to hold you. She didn't want to nurse or anything. And she was doing the back arch and I, I growled. I was like, stop. <laughs> and like, I think the person in front of me like kind of turned around and was like wow you're really talking to your infant like that uh, just it like, was past jessica it. being like hmm <laughs> yeah oh, i yeah. was just like stop it because i was coming to like my wits end and i just didn't <sighs> oh no i mean i oh you know which one was the big one what my mom told me when i was young that i used to never stop talking surprise podcast (laughs) um but (laughs) but she was like you literally never would stop talking and it was so obnoxious and she used to on a regular basis make like force quiet time for Uh me and be like you need to have 10 minutes of silence and not talk and whatever and I remember hearing that for years and being like that doesn't give me a good feeling yeah I'm like that makes me feel yucky inside and honestly when I have a child like I am going we'll to never silence them. I will never silence also love and accept every question that they ask me and be like wow <laughs> I'm gonna help your brain ex- expand and experience life and I'll ask I love questions give me more questions well I had ember and first of all all kids ask questions my child asks questions so much all of her teachers are always like your child doesn't ever stop asking questions which bless she's a curious being but you best believe when we are driving from los angeles to orange county and that's an hour and a half drive and she is looking out the window and literally everything she is seeing is making her think of a question and it's there's no breath in between i silence her (laughs) nanny helped with this because i sort of knew that i would not be the perfect parent I thought I would be okay. because I had a nanny kid who was like that, but his questions were infuriating to me. Sometimes I love this kid so much. And, but his questions would be like, questions? I would see a billboard. I would go, I would go like, Oh, I saw that movie. You're just trying to make conversation in the car, you know, or not, right. not trying to make conversation, but just like engage with him. I'd be like, I saw that movie. It was really funny. And he'd go, why was it funny? And I'd be like, uh, <laughs> It made me laugh. And he'd be like, but why did it make you laugh? And I'm like, yeah, because the jokes were humorous to me and like elicited a physical reaction of laughter. What are you getting at? You know, and those kind of questions that were like, no, it's just the when you're walking and Ember's just like, why is why is the cement that color? I'm like, "Um, because someone chose it to be that. But why? Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. And yeah. she's like, why are you, why do you, do you not know? Like, that's always a question. Why do you not know? And I'm like, first of all, don't you make me feel stupid. <laughs> you four-year-old. <laughs> but Shut no. Up. Oh no. Constant no, but it's ones like, like that. Uh, yeah. And I just remember too, one of my nanny kids, um, I watched his mom come home with a new haircut and she was like, look, don't you like my haircut? And he had a pair of scissors behind his back. And this is like usually actually uh, like his parents are very, were very good at training him. Like he was a well-trained child, but they're children. So they have their moments. Of course. And he looked at her and said, it looks great, mom, but I think it would look a little better like this. And just before anyone could even stop him, (gasps) took a piece of her hair and just cut it off. Stop. And so I watched her lose her fucking shit. And I'm like, I would 100% do the same. She was just like, you know, he was like seven or eight. And she was just like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Oh, oh no, I would have flipped out. 
go to your room right now. Why would you do that? You know, and it's like maybe in the moment it's not the best reaction, but also like sometimes, dude, kids are gnarly and I, you don't know what the fuck to do. If you are a parent listening to this and you have the moment where you feel like a bad parent and like you've gone, like I've had moments where I snap and then I go in and I literally go and cry in my room because uh-huh. I'm like, I'm the worst parent that's ever existed. Everyone does it, okay? Maybe people don't do it in public, but you always you will hit you will hit a moment whether your child is a newborn and you they won't stop crying and uh-huh. you haven't gotten any sleep and you're sobbing and you yell at your four week old uh-huh. and then feel traumatized for a week because you feel like a bad parent. Just be easy. Just go low key on yourself, honestly. Yeah, and also like there's a way to turn it around in even a healthy teaching moment for your kids. So if you go like, you yeah. know what? I am so sorry. I should have taken a deep breath. Like, can you and I practice doing like a deep breath for ten seconds? We can practice that before we when we get angry, so that we don't right. react in the way that I just did. Like, right, and you can I turn it around. And I also, and of course, we're not talking about like we're talking. Yes, no, we're having a conversation about like a mom who loves her child having a snapping moment. I also think there is something that's so beautiful about a parent looking at their child and being being like acknowledging that they made a mistake and saying like I'm really sorry because I feel like it teaches your child to like number one they're going to make mistakes they're not looking at a human being who's perfect and then they have a parent who's willing to acknowledge the fact that they're sorry that they did make a mistake it's it's I think it's a good thing for a child to see I think so too also screen time that's my other one Oh, you said you wouldn't. Oh, I was just like, you know what? If my child ever watches something, it'll be like National Geographic or like some sort of like (laughs) autobiography about someone, you know, worthwhile. Are you kidding me? No, you know, and I try to not make it constant, of course, but like you hit a point and you're like, I'm trying to work and my child. No, no. And they love Doc McStuffins. So guess what? We're doing. We're watching Doc McStuffins. Like I tried to put National Geographic on for like, you know, my one year old. No not what they desired so yep. just be just be easy on yourself yep, yep, yep. you're gonna do a lot of that in time speaking of children yeah speaking of children um one of the best parts of having children is that you have immediate christmas present ideas for your parents or grandparents um giving them an adorable picture of their grandchild or great-grandchild mm-hmm. but this year you're welcome yeah you're welcome <laughs> but this year i am really going to up my game and make sure my family gets gorgeous photos of ember in stunning frames and the only place that i get my frames from framebridge I just told someone about Framebird too today. They make it easy and affordable to frame your favorite things from art prints and posters to all your best photos. And like Jess said, with the holidays fast approaching, Framebridge is also the perfect way to give ridiculously easy and thoughtful gifts. Check this out. In just minutes, you can turn a photo from your phone into one of your best gifts ever. Rods, this was the easiest and sweetest gift. All I had to do was go to framebridge.com, upload my photo. Um, Maybe this is a cute picture of your baby dressed as a salad from Halloween (laughs) or you and your boo, uh, you know, kissing underneath the mistletoe or your golden doodle looking fresh from a bath. Anything you want, literally anything from your phone. Then I previewed my items online in a variety of frame style options, um, or I could select one of their best-selling designs. Then the expert team at the Framebridge factory will custom frame your item and deliver the finished piece straight to you or anyone on your list. I can't wait uh, for my family's gifts to arrive. A handmade personal gift from Framebridge starts at $39 and all shipping is free. Plus, our listeners will get 15% off their first order at framebridge.com when you use code chatty. Become a gift-giving legend by using Framebridge to give high-quality, one-of-a-kind gifts that you can order in minutes. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code chatty, and you'll save an additional 15% off your first order. 
Just go to framebridge.com, promo code chatty, framebridge.com, promo code chatty. You can also, what, the thing I really like is like if you have a poster you bought, like from a vintage store, they'll send you a tube to your door that you can just like put your poster in and then like oh, yeah. drop in the mail. They make it like make sure that nothing gets damaged and everything. Yeah. So easy. And also really sometimes convenient. those like vintage posters come in weird sizes where you can't get yeah, frames yeah. if they're not custom. And, and custom, the custom frames, frames are yeah, expensive. You, yes. I've dealt with all of that. Yeah. And Framebridge makes it really easy. So easy. You want to hit one or two more? Yeah. All right. Let's, let's go do for this. it. Hello, broads. My name is Katie. I've been listening to your podcast since the very beginning. I absolutely love you too. It feels like Christmas every single time a new episode comes out. Um, I have a question for you. I found out that I am two months pregnant and this is our first baby and I'm a little nervous. So I would love some advice from you guys for new moms and just tips or anything that you can think of because I'm a little nervous and I'm pretty sure we both are but we are so excited to start this journey together so any tips or advice that you have that would be so amazing anyways I love the podcast and I love you both so much all right bye first of all congratulations Katie congratulations first two months in Ah! yay I know it's so scary though there's so many things I know uh Katie, you are probably going to feel this nervousness throughout your pregnancy. No, you are not alone, pretty much, especially a first time everyone does. But uh, personally, I would say that my biggest um, encouragement to you would be that literally every child in every pregnancy is different. Mm -hmm. So when people are giving you tons of advice, Mm -hmm. which is typically always done out of love. um, And it's typically always annoying. (laughs) That's kind of the thing too. (laughs) People will tell you, listen, this is how you do it. And you have to get this and you have to get, you have to train your child to sleep in this way, or you have Mm -hmm. to co-sleep or you have to breastfeed in this form, Mm -hmm. or you have to have your child in this way. And everyone's going to tell you how you have to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Intuitively, the fact and I say this to some of our listeners who are nervous about things sometimes, the fact that you are even just reaching out and thinking about like already your child and what can I do to, um, you know, best take care of my baby and tips of advice. You're an amazing mom already. Aww. You have that, that instinct in you naturally. So you're, That's you're great, Jess. you know, your child is, is going to be your child and your pregnancy is going to be your pregnancy. And I believe trusting yourself is really important. Secondly, I think, um, one of it's kind of a random one, but I always forget the wealth of knowledge the internet has, although it can be like very overwhelming and too much like bad information. But I actually found YouTube really helpful. Yeah. So I would look up, you know, like, like newborn essentials or like mm-hmm. what you really need for a baby and like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And looking up those kind of guides on YouTube or on the internet, um, like in terms of stuff, I remember I found a list of like what you really need yeah. for a baby. And That's I just great. stuck to that list and it actually ended up being really great. We didn't end up with too much shit and it was just what we needed. So that kind of thing's really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I actually just um, was listening to, I don't know if you're nervous about birth at all. Of course, that's like, I'm a birth junkie. I was just listening to a podcast called The Birth Hour. It's really fantastic. And uh, there's the creator who's a doctor of this website called Evidence-Based Birth. Mm -hmm. And it is a fantastic research 
a resource. All of the research is like peer reviewed. It's, but on it, um, she has like different guides about what to look for in a provider and all that sort of thing. So evidence-based birth, birth can't recommend it enough, no matter what route you plan on going. It's very helpful. Um, and then like, I'm trying to think of like stuff during pregnancy. I feel like my big thing was just enjoy. Because there's little things that everyone's going to be like, this was my essential. Of course, you know? of course. Yeah, I mean, my... What was your pregnancy my, essential? My, oh, my, my pregnancy essential? Um, <laughs> baths. I literally was just in a bath 24 no, hours a day. I don't have a bath. I'm so sorry. <laughs> We're going to have to construct that for you, stat. Evan are going to show up at your front door with like instructions. <laughs> like, we're going to figure out how to do this. It's going to be real shitty, but we're going to figure it out. Um, my pregnancy essential, and I wish I would have carried this through my third trimester. I started to get a little too nervous in my third trimester because at about 33 weeks, I was four centimeters dilated. So mm. my, um, my providers were like, you should just really stay near your home. I'm surprised you didn't have a faster birth, considering you were already, like, almost halfway dilated. We don't understand. <laughs> I was very dilated walking around in an odd position Easy. for weeks. But it was, I have to say, you know, the, the labor was actually really I felt to be easy and smooth because I think I was so dilated mm -hmm. and my like my cervix was so like ready to uh -huh, do this right. thing so it wasn't like radically painful mm -hmm. or anything um it was just uncomfortable for a few weeks but uh the whole pregnancy I just wish that I would have taken advantage of the fact that I was still without child and not to say that like once you have a baby like it's all over it's just more that I spent a good amount of months fixating on the fact of like what am I forgetting what do I need to be sure. doing and worrying about it instead of being like you know what my body's already just like in high gear I'm I'm being the best mom that I can be right now by just making sure that like the home that my baby is currently in is being taken care of and I think part of taking care of yourself is enjoying your few months before you have your little one and yeah. whether that be going on little staycations with your significant other making sure you're still spending time with your friends because you probably won't see a chunk of your friends for the first few months just because of you know getting being busy and um, experiencing like a new life change um, that I think yeah I think it's important to just like really enjoy yourself and not and even if that means that you hibernate some people just feel better yeah, hibernating I wish I had given myself given myself more permission to isolate myself mm -hmm. I felt like really weird about it and bad about it and felt bad that I didn't want to hang out with people and looking back on it I'm like that was just my instinct that's what I wanted and that to was do. and that's the thing it's like I feel like that's your body being like this is what you need and you're going to be tired for a f quite a few weeks after you have the baby and your body wants to spend time alone maybe yeah listen to your actually that's like I think the biggest thing through pregnancy birth motherhood trust your gut mm -hmm. and start practicing now tuning into what your instinct says and you need to tune out all the rest mm -hmm. i don't care who they are i mean mm -hmm. obviously like if your life in danger is in in or that kind of thing obviously you you need to go with safety but listen to your gut and start mm -hmm. now practicing yeah this person is saying this but like what am i hearing from that voice inside yeah because that will carry you through all of those experiences more than anything else and if i feel like if you allow yourself to do that too i still to this day 
have these moments where I look back on like my pregnancy and then my birth and then the first few weeks where I wasn't in have a situation like yours where I'd been nannying before I knew like nothing about babies. You will be literally in shock. Your, your gut and your intuition as a mother is insane. Like you just know it's crazy. And it's the most beautiful thing ever. There will be like two days maybe where you don't really know what you're doing. And then you just like, even Grayston, like within three Mm -hmm. days, he knew how to hold that fucking baby. And it's like, you figured out. I, yeah, I was going to say that, like, try not to fixate on like things you need to buy or whatever, because you know what? You've got the internet at your fingertips. So if you can't figure something out in the moment, you can look it up. Mm-hmm. If there's something you don't have, you can Amazon Prime it. I was going to say, we you live know, in the world like, of Amazon Prime, you, Prime you which is crazy. You barely yeah. even need that to be that prepared. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying you shouldn't prepare. I, I think it's just more important to prepare yourself like emotionally and mm-hmm. mentally for the experience. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the physical objects because that's a trip to target away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't worry. Don't fixate on that shit worry about like take take a newborn care class if you don't have any idea how to do it or youtube newborn care basics you know there's so many good resources yeah youtube how to choose a care provider or like google good questions to ask your obgyn or midwife or whatever you know just start educating yourself in those little ways Mm -hmm. i think that that's one of the most yeah but Katie, you got it. You, you got know this. You're you're gonna be good, and your significant other is gonna knock it out of the park. You're gonna be shocked by how well you do. I promise. It's listen pretty to wild. Me, listen to our postpartum episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Um, speaking of baby, we did get numerous questions for you, Becca, what? that were asking. Uh, now that you're pregnant, are you going to be finishing school? Yeah. So, um, this is actually what was one of the most disappointing things about the was actually like the only real disappointing thing. So my plan was I, um, UC Irvine's in the quarter system, which means we have fall quarter and then winter quarter is like December to or January to April and spring quarter is April to June or something along those lines. Uh, so baby's due in June. Obviously I'm not doing spring quarter. And, um, unfortunately there are classes that I need to graduate. I only have like four or five classes left. I think I can't remember how many exactly, but two of those classes are required and they only offer them in spring. So I'm like, ugh, fuck. So I'm taking, um, uh, I'm taking, I'm doing part time for uh, this upcoming winter quarter. I was technically full time with three classes this in fall. Winter quarter, I'm only taking two. It's part time, and um, so yeah, I'm just gonna do that. So I'll be done in like April. So I'm, so I mean. So next year, I I guess I'll just maybe take like one class a quarter. Yeah. And uh, try to graduate next year. I mean, whatever. At this point, it's like seven years, eight years. What's the fucking difference? Well, also like I know that you want to graduate and I think that that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, are you, you literally me? doing I'm coming this way this far? I'm not stopping. No, I know. And I, I don't think that you should. Oh. But what I'm saying is like the fact that even if that means like we're taking one class, like for the next two years. Oh yeah. It's like you're, you've been doing so much and you're handling now two children <laughs> and moves and businesses and all this that like, yeah. I, don't know. I mean, actually I literally will. So when I take, after I take the two classes this winter quarter, I literally will only have to take one class per quarter next year. Oh, amazing. 
amazing. Yeah. So it'll be like I'll drive to Irvine and uh, maybe and I might even actually get to do a, uh, one or two of them as an independent study that with my amazing. professors. So I wouldn't even have to go in. So it'll be chill and I'll finish next spring. You're going to do it. As long as my that. little brother doesn't graduate before me. He's like, am I going to graduate before you? I'm like, I think I'm going to graduate at the same time. I'd be like, you know what? Maybe. But did you have two kids during the process? I don't think did so. You did you start a career? Bitch? I don't think so. No. <laughs> Shut it down. Yeah, he's four years younger than me. So he's like, I'm, like, I'm going to graduate before you. Yeah. My oh. sister graduated in three years. She's a freak. But... I'm doing it and that's all that matters. So yeah, to answer the question, I will be finishing eventually. Just going to take some more time. We'll be right there with you through it. Thanks guys. (laughs) Thanks broads. Want to do one more fun one and then we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up. Sure. Hey Becca and Jess. I love your show. My name is Abby and I have a sex question for you. Yes. So I just started seeing this guy and Before we slept together, he told me that he wasn't going to be able to come from us having sex, and that was because his ex had conditioned him to only be able to come while watching porn. And I was like, oh, that's fine. Um, I'm not too worried about it. If it doesn't bother you, it doesn't bother me. And then we had sex, and he was able to come and can do so multiple times, and it's great. But my question is, is that like a bit of a red flag? Should I be concerned that he told me one thing, but then it turned out to not be the case? Should I just enjoy it and revel in my triumph as some (laughs) sort of sex witch? Or should I potentially make sure that he wasn't lying to me? Or am I just overthinking it? I don't know how to feel. Help. (laughs) <laughs> well, I don't think you're overthinking it. No. I, the, although I didn't have the same part that I was analyzing. I wasn't so much analyzing him analyzing? lying to you. More analyzing, like, what is he talking about? You mean with the, the ex conditioning him to just be able to orgasm watching porn? I'm, like, really confused yeah. about what he's talking I would about. Be, I would be very curious, Abby, to, like, maybe find out more details about what that means. Because that could be, like, a traumatic thing or for abusive, him. Or I don't, yeah. I don't know that part. I think, no, I've had guys tell me before, like, I, I can't um, come through oral very easily or something right. like that. And then, you know, things end up working out and just, yeah, just revel in it and be like, sweet. Yeah. I got the magic puss. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, I definitely feel like there could definitely be a few factors to this. One, maybe there, I mean, again, I don't know what that looks like like with him and his ex if it was some sort of like abusive or traumatic thing or if it was like a habit that i okay i don't yeah, know i don't know let's get to that in a second because i really want to unpack that I, if but, it was a habit or but or, as for her question part of me wonders maybe he's embarrassed about the fact that maybe he has a harder time orgasming and is just saying it out there. that laying it out there just in case or maybe he just wasn't he really wasn't able to before. that's what i'm saying because i also used to tell people like oh i'm not able to come during intercourse only during oral and then like you know i had a boyfriend where then that ended up right not being the case and it's like right oh cool this so maybe there's a thing of like he knows that there's a chance that he may not be able to so maybe he's saying like i don't 
or that ha- yeah or maybe it hasn't been his experience or I haven't been then- able to just so that like you know in your guys's encounter i mean i do I have to say that i appreciate the fact that he's being communicative and saying like hey i'm i'm not able to do this probably okay but let's unpack the x thing because yeah. i just had this thought too okay there is a possibility that like just what if he's like throwing blame on his ex like what if he has had just had the experience of like he can only come watching porn and then he twisted in this weird thing That's- of like because like that my ex conditioned me what the fuck is that like she would only let them have sex when they were watching porn like what is that i, I really don't know what that means like? That's what i'm saying i feel like abby you should definitely find out what that means because maybe what if he's what if he's like literally just blaming his ex and saying like oh she conditioned me to only come through porn right versus like, what maybe if homeboy just, just is like like can't come which is which is a fine i mean not fine but like i wouldn't be embarrassed if he said like i can only come while masturbating or while a, watching some, porn it's something that a lot of people like, have yeah that could be a red flag if he is blaming, blaming. an ex right. when homegirl didn't have anything to do with it do you it. feel like she'd be able to that abby would be able to tell if he's throwing blame on his ex when it's just his issue if she asked specifically what happened and because could tell by his answer like, well um, if he's if it, kind of dancing around it a little bit versus being like well this is specifically what happened and it's like and he's very like straight and you can would tell. only allow us to have sex while what or something like that like yeah yeah i think you would be able to sort of deduce once you start digging a little you know if the answer is a little weird well it could be that he's embarrassed though too so it doesn't necessarily mean he's lying maybe he feels uncomfortable talking about it yeah but i do think it's a little bit of a red flag to be like my ex conditioned i mean that's like a very dramatic statement and it could be true it could definitely be true and maybe and maybe abby and tim have already had the conversation and she knows what happened and then she like, but then he came while they were having sex, and it which was like, if that's well, the case, is... that's fine. Yeah, if that's the case, if you no guys have had a conversation and you know the full info of what's going on, and obviously, like, maybe aren't going to share it on the show, um, then great. He was able to orgasm with you, and that's awesome. Just something about the wording that's a little that just stands yeah. out to me a little. It's well, a little and, ob- and obviously, Abby's feeling that way a little bit. Right. The fact that yeah, I would maybe dig a little bit also don't know how like serious you two are sure so You're just hooking up i really wouldn't worry, I wouldn't about, worry about it. it but if this is like a boyfriend you really like him i want to move forward with him I'd, I'd maybe do a little bit of yeah you know those people who like always it's always the ex's fault this and that and yes. that's a little that's a that's an issue that's that's kind of like a a jed thing it's always the ex right that type of personality it's a common denominator it's you <laughs> it's you interesting well, yeah. I'm glad that you guys had those mutually. It sounds like a mutually gratis, gratifying uh, sexual, sexual experience. experience. Go yeah. for it. So enjoy that piece yeah. for sure. If you're getting in a more serious relationship, do a little fi- figure out what's go- what's up there. Yeah. All right. Well. Well, broads, thank you so much for going on this wild journey with us. <laughs> there were a lot of twists Up and, and down turns. and all around, kind of like but an I, airplane with but turbulence. But I love an episode like this sometimes. You yeah, know? me too. Um, and uh, yeah, so we'll chat on on Thursday. Chat soon, broads. Chat soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>